Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, party people. It's the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. We just got news that sometime in the next three hours, you're going to hear John Daly singing karaoke. Just stick around for that. It was a fantastic morning show. Sean and RJ rolled in and stuck their chest out and did awesome radio from 5.30 to 10 o'clock. Jerry Jones joined them, but... Uh, the thing that we were really excited about was them also getting Charles Robinson from Yahoo because he's been really tied in on the national side to some of the biggest Cowboy stories all over the Zeke stuff. He was also tweeting about Lyle Collins doing uh, Lyle Collins doing his extension this morning. This is what happened over the weekend with the Zeke talks. Is remember you were getting reports that hey, uh, all this momentum, and then someone else would say, I heard they haven't even talked today, and then someone else would say the deal is dead, and then someone else would say the deal is going to be done in three hours. Well, listen to Charles Robinson's elaborate breakdown of what exactly happened over the weekend. It was definitely an eventful weekend. You know, I think things on Friday, when this was going to kick off, I think both sides felt like, you know, we're going to make, they, they were active in this. They were going to make a lot of progress. I think everyone was motivated and the feeling was, you know, we, we can get this thing done over the weekend. And I think things were really good Saturday. Like there were proposals that went back and forth. The two sides were really communicating I think it, there was a feeling of momentum late into into Saturday night, so much so that I thought, hey, there's, there's maybe a chance this might even wrap like Saturday night. But after talking to people on both sides, it felt like this was something that was going to end up pushing into Sunday. But Sunday was a really bad day. There was a long lull. It got very quiet on Zeke's side. And I think the Cowboys were sitting there saying, okay, like, you know, it's Sunday. Like, this was the day we were going to get this done. And now there's a lot of silence here. And we're waiting to, you know, we want to put a bow on this. We want to get this finished. So later Sunday afternoon, um, almost evening on Sunday, you know, there was a, a another proposal that comes back. And I think the Cowboys felt, I don't want to say jumped by it, but I think there was a lot of frustration in that moment to look at where the numbers were, what the conversation was, because I think the Cowboys felt like we had had progress up until this point. We're, we're getting into things that I thought we had already settled. You know, I think that this is the mindset in the, in the, in the, in the room. Like we're not, we're back where we're, we're back talking about incremental things that, you know, should have been put to bed at this point. And, and now it's clear. I think late Sunday night became clear in that room that this isn't getting done. Like it's, it's at least it's not getting done today. And this looks like it's going to elongate the process. And I think it upset some people in that room. This has been a bad negotiation for Zeke's agent, Rocky Arsenault. I don't think they've had a good showing. And I think taking it down to the final hour here, okay, you've squeezed every bit of lemon juice you can out of this lemon. Final countdown. And then to regress? You can't regress? At the last minute, you're walking to the altar. As, as you're walking to the altar, you can't go, okay, hey, 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 uh, that one obnoxious friend you have, she's not going to be around. She's a bridesmaid. Do you have any objections? He's right here. It's too late. We're, dude, we're at the altar. I don't understand how at the last minute there could have been another setback. But, hey, it's still, let's go get on that flight, get back to Dallas and get this done. 
It just doesn't make sense. Well, it's I think it's Agent Effery, but we have unconfirmed breaking news. It's brought to you by the Radio.com app and Indeed.com slash hire. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. According to Pro Football Talk, they, as of four minutes ago, are getting initial chatter of Zeke deal being done. Six years, $90 million extension, period, unconfirmed. He just had a follow-up as well where he, quote, retweeted his own uh, tweet. He said, source with direct knowledge of situation, when asked whether this is accurate, said not done but close. Not done but close. Interesting. So six years, $90 million. If that is the size of that deal, I'm guessing 40 is guaranteed. 40 is the number in my head. 40 is probably going to be your guaranteed number. Because uh, 45, which is half of that, which is what Gurley got. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah, that's, it's, it's gotta be 40. You would think so. That's a lot. Six years. And that's going to be an extension after this year, Ben. So that means that Zekel will be a running back at the age of 30. If he sees the full contract, which we all know that he won't. He won't. So if it's 40, so how many of those years would you then say are guaranteed? What is that per year? Uh, so six at 90, you're basically talking about what is that? 15? Is that 15, six? Yeah, 15. Okay. So that'd be that would be your per year number, right? And if you want to go by the uh, Clarence Hill report that they want to break every metric, all right, we'll give you the per year metric, but at forty guaranteed. And again, speculation, and of course it is. Um, I actually, you know, when I think about it, guys, I bet they exactly match Todd Gurley's guaranteed deal. I bet it's was that forty five. Forty five. That's yeah. caving on the Cowboys end. That would be if cave- you ask me. That would be the cow. Yeah, I agree. That would be the Cowboys conceding. Uh, or maybe, you know, this is one of those, hey, we both have to stick our chest out. We're going to give you 40 guaranteed. You're going to get the highest per year number, but we're only going to do 40 guaranteed, dude. I hate to be a fence rider, but I, you can see the side. You can see both sides of this. Sure. You can see the Cowboys saying, hey, man, the running back position has been devalued. We think Gurley was way overpaid. Sorry that we said we're going to start at Gurley and start from there. So you can get where the Cowboys are coming from. And plus, they got to make this work for everybody. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you, you know, you can understand Zeke saying, Hey man, I, you know, I, you guys built this whole thing around me. Talk about it being devalued, but give me the ball on every freaking play. I got a limited shelf life here. And the Cowboys saying, dude, what other team out there is going to give you this deal? We're willing to look past the, the fact that you're on triple secret probation with Goodell all the time. It's just a fascinating, uh, standoff here, but hopefully this, this means it's a done deal. And it all feels to me like a, a bit of an unnecessary standoff. But um, uh, but just because it's strange, it seems like this deal could have been put together very easily. So you threw out the 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 guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So if this report is right from Pro Football Talk, six at ninety, that's fifteen a year from an average standpoint. That makes him the highest paid running back. Yeah. Okay. That's hammered out. Wins and that then metric. this is where the Cowboys would win their metric. That guaranteed number being a little lower. So I think when you threw out forty right in between Gurley and Bell's guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense, and I, I would bet that's where the guaranteed spot is. Can I give you one this more? This is pretty easy we to need, put together. Let, we need Bobby Bell. He's been accurate on all this stuff. L- let me give you one more wild theory. Based on what KT was the saying, accuracy. based on the news of the day, and based on the momentum of the Zeke deal, which did you guys think there was anybody out there that thought it was a six-year, $90 million deal? Did nope. that seem outrageously high? <laughs> Seems yeah. like a lot. You know what you can do to justify that moving forward? You just signed your offensive lineman to a team-friendly deal, and you're about to sign your quarterback to a deal 
And again, this is based on the Florio uh, article from over the weekend that there is growing thought in the league that Dak would be crazy to walk away from, let's just call it 30. So so who who ends up, as we talk about this, and let's go back uh, one week ago, when Jalen signed his deal, as you're just standing here and you're looking at who Cowboy fans consider to be heroes and they love and embrace and the benefit of the Jalen deal, you guys realize if Dak now, after they get Zeke signed to this big deal and get his buddy Lyle Collins inked, if Dak steps up and takes $30 million, which people will project out, they'll go, oh my God, he took less. No, he's making two. He just made an extra $28 million. He will look like the greatest hero of all right. time. And I've thought about that a lot because the whole idea of CAA coming in for him and asking for over 40 when times are tight, there's mm-hmm. not enough pie to go around for everybody. Asking for over 40? That's a bold move, man. You need to have some teammates around you who don't suck, and you're about to have to watch a lot of them leave because you're, you're ball hogging the payroll. I get it. You've been grossly underpaid. I get it. Right. But it, it, is it is it a Jerry and Steven problem, or is it a your problem? If it's your team, and you're going to be here running this team for a long time, don't take the whole payroll. You're gonna It's going to work out for you because you're going to have so many endorsements, so many opportunities to make more money. You're right. So if he came in asking for over 40 and now he signs a team-friendly deal, which would be if it was 30 or less than 30 per year, he'd be a hero. Can I continue to speculate wildly? Can you continue this? What about four <laughs> years at $120 million with 90 of it guaranteed? Can he continue He this? should do that. Four-year deal would mean that he's back out there as a free agent quarterback at the age of 28, 29. Absolutely do that. After a guaranteed $90 million in his pocket... And if he plays, it's a guaranteed, if he plays four years, he goes back out into the free agent market at the age of 29 with $120 million in his pocket outside of endorsements. Six at 90 for Zeke is the report from Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio, which I would say most of the time pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I would add to this, if the guaranteed money, let's just speculate. Let's say that the guaranteed money was the same as Gurley's at 45. You know what six at ninety really becomes three at forty five mm-hmm. is what that deal really is. Yeah. So Zeke, now it's interesting if it's a six year extension, which is a little different than you have this year. Making three. You have the not, four. The the option next fifth year option next year. Yeah. And then the six year contract begins. I don't think Zeke's going to be down for that. Zeke's going to want either. this front loaded. So that'll be interesting to see how the structure is. A tweet from Andy Alberth on Twitter. Oh, oh, cousin Andy, this is Romo's cousin. Zeke. Hashtag Zeke Watch. I don't know how much he offered there. Andy, well, if you're I think what he's saying is you... it's going down for real. Or is he jumping off a cliff yelling Zeke's name as he hits the ground? Uh, here's Schefter reporting. The latest on Zeke in Dallas trying to get a deal done in the next 24 hours. He says uh, they're acting with a sense of urgency to get this deal done in the next 24 hours that would allow him to practice tomorrow KT. and then play on Sunday. KT! Call um, it KT. They changed their practice schedule for this. Just for this. Nah, <laughs> the, actually, I think they, they went, man, why is Garrett doing being the crazy extremist on practice schedules? Every other team in the league has... Has Tuesdays off, and Garrett's got him coming in on Tuesdays. I think it's possible, based on Garrett's late arrival for every press conference, he just got his days mixed up. Garrett's practice schedule. Garrett's old practice schedule was the reverse cowgirl of practice schedules. Sir. What? It was great. 
ESPN has also confirmed multiple reports that Zeke is traveling to Dallas. Of course, we have all that hammered out and all that stuff. So it's all going down today, dude. It's all going down. It's and this all was going down. real quick too. On Friday, yep. Stephen Jones, the G bag asked, asked Stephen on Friday. They said, "What can you say about the about the Zeke contract negotiations? What can you question. say?" And this is after Jerry was on with us. And Stephen goes, "Well, there's nothing much to say. You know, we're just we'll, we'll handle it in the midnight hour." Well, you've said without saying anything and not commenting on it, but you said the word midnight hour. You were telling us things were imminent. I thought that was kind of fun. Too. This is the if you want Zeke to play on Sunday, this is the midnight hour. If you want him to play, oh, yeah, this is it. Before is the it. Pra- these are the practices leading up to that game. Yeah, no telling what kind of shape he's in. He hadn't been hit. No telling how ready he is. But he didn't play in any preseason games last year. He did get to practice, and mm-hmm. he did install the new offensive wrinkles and the OTAs and all those things during the offseason. He just missed camp. And Zeke's not going to care how well Tony Pollard does or does not play when he's walking in with guaranteed money. They right. said the uh, so he can play half as much as normal. The Lyle Collins. I didn't. I didn't know this, uh, but the Lyle Collins deal that got done today saved five point seven in cap room. Uh, immediately, so right. that could that go towards, towards front loading Z. Yep, absolutely. So. Right, or Dak, or Dak, both, which could be right. I, I, the midnight hour, dudes. I, I bet we're talking about a Dak contract by Thursday. Why wouldn't Amari go ahead and get done too? I bet he does. I mean, I, it, we'll just, probably see all these deals get done before the Giants game. And that by, is nuts. And I would. And you know what? That's so wild. And you know what we're gonna do? Let's. We need <laughs> oh, this. Man. We need this for tomorrow. We need to go back. It's gonna take some work, but we need to pull. Uh, audio from the tennis court presser to start off camp where they were talking about who have we ever wanted that we didn't get done. Yeah. And we need to go because it is all happening. And and we're not going to have time to get to it today because there's so much stuff to get to. I would love to tomorrow. There's two great pieces, one by Cal Watkins and one by our buddy Saad over at The Athletic about all the interesting uh, details behind the way Amari Cooper is and what made Amari Cooper. And to Ben's point, I bet they get that deal done in the next couple days. And the reason we haven't talked about it is because Amari Cooper doesn't care. Tyrolls. He's focused on getting ready and doing some real estate over here. We're not going away. We're not getting away from this topic. We are standing by waiting to hear if the Zeke deal is done. So why don't we bring on a Cowboys insider next, like somebody actually from DallasCowboys.com. We're going to bring on Hellman. Dave Hellman. Okay. Dave Hellman joins us next from DallasCowboys.com. We'll find out, is this deal done or is it not done? That's next on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Reports of a deal with Ezekiel Elliott all over the internet. Uh, it is not official, but Pro Football Talk with getting initial chatter of a Zeke deal being done, six years, $90 million extension, unconfirmed. He made sure to go say it was unconfirmed, but the chatter is everywhere. And if you follow all of the beat writers, all of the folks who are all over this, there's a little bit of a lull. There's a little bit of silence. And I guarantee you, all 12 of those guys who are like, oh, that's all they do all day. Jane Slater's in the mix with those guys. The guys who just cover the Cowboys. And then the big national guys, the Schefter, 
they're, they're doing everything they can to try to post up and box each other out and get the <laughs> details first to report it first because that's the business they're in. Yep. But we've been doing this long enough to know, boy, this certainly feels like the momentum is real, like a deal is happening, and that Zeke is about to be a cowboy for a long time. KT, was the report that Zeke and Rocky were getting on a plane here in about four or five hours? Uh, you know, I don't know what the report was. I'll just tell you what my guy told me. Uh-huh. My guy told me uh, 5.30-ish is when they would be getting here. Okay, so they're in Mexico. They're in Cabo. But the That's reports what, from this I, morning seemed like they were already on a plane and headed this way. Well, what I was going to say was, you know, in the day and age that we're in, if you're not on a commercial flight, you can certainly do your business on the phone if it's a private flight, right? But I would say this. If they are about to get on a plane in two hours... I bet they've agreed to a deal 100% before those gentlemen step on that plane and then land to sign it. And he would have to have a physical, so they yep. so they agree to terms, yep. get on a plane, they're flying back, immediately go check the prostate, boom, we got a done deal, All let's right, party. Let's go around the horn. We get off the air at 2 o'clock. Do you guys think we'll have terms of the deal by 2 o'clock? No, well, because if he's not going to land till five thirty, do you guys believe that, or do you, I? I think that they're. I going trust to, my guy because he's never been wrong. But what I'm saying is, Ben, I think they're going to agree to terms before he lands. So before okay, they so get on that plane, get, well, if somebody already has six and ninety right? in the terms, and yeah, the terms will be out here pretty quick. Then. I, I bet we actually get. I'm just going to say con- confirmation on six and ninety and confirmation on guaranteed. I bet we have that by two o'clock today. So you are absolutely crazy as you're doing your running around, grabbing lunch, whatever you're doing. If you take it off of 105.3 The Fan for one minute, we're going to have several people calling in. We're going to be chasing 105. it. 105.3 The Phone. 105.3 The Phone is going to be available. If you want to know what's going to happen up to the second it happens with Zeke, you better not touch that dial because we will be all over this bad Clarence Hill reporting the Elliott deal is not done. So there's that. Whoa! Um, wow. So I don't know. It's Madness. It, it's It's uh. <laughs> It, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on out here. So we'll talk to Dave here in a minute. Dave Hellman at the Star. See what he has. I I do think you know your your question. Would the terms be out by two? This is where I go back to Florio and I go, man, six at ninety does seem out there. As the over the cap guy just tweeted out, and I think this is very important. And uh, if the over the cap's a contract website and they're really good, he tweeted this. I wouldn't get wrapped up in the reported values of any Elliott deal. I mentioned yesterday that a compromise is simply a long deal to hit an average per year. Prorated money only goes five years deep, and guarantees are usually about three years. So any six-year extension would give the Cowboys an out by 2022. Mm-hmm. So if you see a six-year $90 million deal, that doesn't mean Zeke's here in you know 2025. No. All right. I want to tell you something that I'm hearing working okay. the phones. All right. Woo! That a deal has been agreed to in principle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those numbers are. And this is just one source that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. but the, and they don't know, but they do know that there's a press conference tomorrow. Oh, oh. okay, tomorrow okay. Morning. So, so there you certainly go. Certainly sounds like this thing is done. So that that's why, if you believe the report that they're going to land sometime, and our reporter is KT, that they're going to land sometime around five. My memory is that Cabo to Dallas is about a two and a half to three hour flight. Yep. That's cocky. You can go ahead and back it out of here. And that's about, they're going to be getting on a plane around the time that we get off the air. I'd be really surprised if we don't know terms by two o'clock. Yeah, I think you're right. If we already know that it's six years and 90 million, and that's the extension that starts after this year, right? That's, that would, they, yeah. it's an extension. We don't, I think it's that's not. Sort of- because what they would do, Ben, is they would pay. They would give him the signing bonus and then use cap room for the signing bonus 
but keep him at a three point eight dollar number this year. Yeah. So that they can continue to manage all the stuff. And that continue they have to, to sign Dak and sign Amari. Everybody's getting signed. Everybody's getting signed. Did will the Cowboys have achieved their mission? Like will the front I mean, they've got a limited amount of pie. Yeah. I think the Jalen Smith deal, the Lyle Collins deal, those are fantastic. Those are situations where the Cowboys use the leverage of the huge asks by the big three to open for business. As they said, we're open for business. And two players snuck in there, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. They went in there wisely mm-hmm. and said, hey, man, before you give away all your money, we want to be here. We will do team-friendly deals. We want to be a part of this. Jalen and Lyle got done, and I think it allowed the Cowboys to turn and look at at Zeke and, and Dak and Amari and go, well, what are you guys waiting for? We're giving away our pie. You guys want yeah. a piece? And I do think that the Cowboys believe that they will win a Super Bowl Super Bowl in the next two years, and that's why they are setting things up the way they are. I want to give Ben credit on being about three minutes ahead of Jason LaCanfora, who tweets out, both sides anticipate a press conference by Wednesday. Boom! Woo! And one guy Woo! who will be sitting there at that press conference joins us now on the BuyerSafety.com hotline. Oh, a phone is ringing. 105.3, the phone. Whenever we talk to our friends at DallasCowboys.com, it's Brought to you by Ford, the best in Texas, and that is the case here with our buddy David Hellman. How we doing today, Dave? Uh, hey guys, uh, frazzled. I think would be the word. <laughs> is there a lot you know, of? Uh... A little, there's just a lot going on, and it started at like 5:30 this morning, and doesn't really feel like it slowed down. I just heard what y'all said about locking for us. So, yeah, that's fantastic. I feel like every 45 seconds, there's something new on Twitter. So good times. Yeah, it's so much fun to uh, to follow along. And and before we dive into any more details, what are, why do you have a set of sixty four crayons at your desk and your color and stuff? What was <laughs> going on there? I mean, that's that's just part of the many pieces of content that I bring to my Cowboys coverage uh, every week. I mean, if you want the real story, you know, there's a there's a big helmet wall here at the Star, and they light up the helmet for every opponent. And, like, every reporter who covers the team takes a photo of this week's opponent. They're like, oh, it's, it's the Giants, so I'm going to take a photo of the, the Giants helmet. And I just wanted to be different, so I decided I would draw my own version of the opposing logo every week. And uh, this year I'm using crayons. I might incorporate some watercolor or maybe some pastels. I don't really know, but just trying to take my coverage of this team above and beyond. Once again, Hellman living up to his nickname, The Outlier. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to all the nuts and bolts of all this. Um, and we've been kicking this around. I think we're all sort of sort of going to operate under the assum- assumption that a Zeke deal gets done in the next twenty four hours, probably sooner. We're moving forward. Do you have a feeling as to whether or not Dak or Amare or both get signed before this Giants game on Sunday? Oh, before the Giants game, I think I I think I'd be shocked. Um, just. And, hey, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be because I definitely wasn't expecting to wake up to the news about Lyle Collins. But hmm. on, one, like, on one hand, I think a lot of that is, is about the player. Obviously, Zeke wants a new deal so bad that he's willing to sit out for it. And, and Jalen Smith and Lyle Collins, reading between the lines, clearly they came to the Cowboys and said, hey, I'm willing to sign for this. And the Cowboys were like, absolutely, of course we'll sign you at a severe discount. Whereas – you know, do I think Dak Prescott's going to get forty million dollars a year? No, but I do think he and his representatives are gunning closer to the top of the market. I think the same thing is true of Amari Cooper. I think he's waiting to see what happens with Julio Jones. I also think Amari Cooper's totally in a rare. It's so rare to see this, but I think he's totally cool, just chilling on that thirteen point nine million dollar salary and seeing what happens. Right. Um, 
So I don't think there's any urgency on the side of those two players to get something done right now. I'm curious, you know, does that mean they'll negotiate during the season? Because Stephen Jones said last week he's not under the impression that they have to table those talks once the season starts. You really, you do not see that very often when star players are agreeing to extensions in the middle of a season. So that would be kind of strange, but, but totally possible. But I just, I just don't get a feeling like the players have a ton of urgency to get that stuff done by Sunday, which is why I'd be surprised if it happened. Right. God, but God, I can't, I can't see Dak not cutting a deal. And we were talking about this earlier. He goes from making two million this year to making thirty million, thirty-five million, whatever that is. And since it got out that CAA was seeking over forty, you know, he 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 felt the backlash of that. It's hey, it's a different ball game when you're overachieving fourth round or making nothing, and you're shocking the world, and you take the you take that job, and and uh, it's a different ball game if you're asking for forty million per and the scrutiny that comes with that. He has a chance to be a hero by. By taking less money, it, you know, it's still $30 million as opposed to $2 million. I, I would be shocked if Dak doesn't get that deal done, but we, there's been so much talk about Zeke, we barely hear anything about Dak anymore. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, maybe we shouldn't speak in so much in concrete terms because nobody was looking for the Jalen Smith deal, and absolutely nobody was looking for the Lyle Collins deal, and it got done right underneath everybody. So it's totally possible um, but I just think you would have heard more about it. And, and it, it, I'm with you, man. I think it's weird. I mean, the guy's making $2 million this year. You have no idea what the future holds, not just for Dak, but I mean, you know, let's say this season doesn't go according to plan. All of a sudden there's a new head coach in here. He might have a different idea of, of what he wants in a quarterback. And all of a sudden, even if Dak has a good season, maybe he has a harder time getting that deal than he would have in August. So, Oh, man, it takes a lot of confidence to turn down $30 million a year. I know that. I also know Dak Prescott has a ton of self-confidence. So hmm. uh, maybe something happens, but, I mean, he strikes me as the guy who believes in himself enough to bet on himself. And if it goes the way he wants it to, he could cash in even bigger in January than he could right now. All right, David Hillman is a fellow Louisiana boy himself, just like Dak, just like Lyle. Let's let's talk about this Lyle deal um, it was very surprising. I assumed he was gone just based on, you know, we've talked about this with Byron and Malik Collins, and he kind of fit in that category of guys in the last year of their deals, and is there enough money left? What does the Cowboys getting this deal with Lyle Collins done tell you? What What does that make you think about the future of this team and specifically how this this particular deal works out? Number one, and I've re- i got to learn to stop doing this because I'm with you. Like, you look at the money, you look at the market, you look at the fact that Trent Brown gets $14 million a year to move from New England to Oakland, and I'm just like, he's gone. He's, there's no chance he's coming back. You know, the Cowboys even drafted Connor McGovern to play guard so they can move Connor Williams to tackle. Like, it was all sitting there outlined for you. Uh, I think any – and, you know, we were wrong. I don't think that makes us dumb. Like, it, like I said, I think the Cowboys were gearing up for that to be the case, too. And then, you know, Lyle Collins, I know y'all know him. Uh, I've gotten to know him decently well over the years. Just a super, I mean, a nice guy, but like a low-key, chill guy. Like, he just wants to play football and fish and do his thing. And, you know, it doesn't really fit his personality to be part of a big-time contract dispute. So, in a lot of ways, this makes sense. He's like, hey, man, I'll sign for this. $10 million a year? I mean, that was a bargain when Tyron Smith signed for that 
and that was five years ago. Right. Uh, so, so I think when the Cowboys heard that, they were like, hell, yeah, like this doesn't really fit what we were planning for, but if you're willing to sign on for that, we'd love to have you. So you've got both of your tackles signed for well under market value for the foreseeable future. Um, so, you know, the offensive line continues to be a strength. I can hear Jeff Cavanaugh making the argument that if you've got all this money sunk into your O-line, maybe you don't need to sink so much money into your running back. And Too late. That can, be a com- that can be a conversation for another day, but it's pretty obvious what the Cowboys intend for this team's identity to be for the foreseeable future. And, you know, if you want to get into the weeds, Tyron has had back issues and neck issues over the last few years. Maybe this gives you an insurance policy. If you needed to kick Lyle to left tackle in the future, maybe you could. I don't know. You know, I'm pretty positive he wouldn't be as good as Tyron Smith, but it's something to consider. Um, And, yeah, I mean, this offensive line is set up to be among the best in the league for, you know, at least the next three, if not five or six seasons. Man, I'd really like to commission you to do a Crayola drawing of the Ben and Skin show. I don't know when you could fit that into your your schedule, but I know you've taken things to the next level. We love having you on, but – that would really take things over the top if we could get you to, to do some art for us. I don't want to give you the mistaken impression that I'm good at it. Like, I'm not, you know, I know Fisher can, like, draw pretty well. I've seen him do it on bar napkins. I'm not that talented. Oh, I'll do my best. Yeah, I, I think if there's an abstract quality to what you do. And and we want to say this, Hellman, you, you never have to worry about that with us. We will always set our sights with you really, really low. Don't worry, we never... I appreciate that. We're never going to have these big expectations for you, so don't that's sweat what that. I, I mean, that's my philosophy in life is like, you know, set the bar low enough so that when you clear it, people are impressed. Hey, you do great work. We love you. Thanks for jumping on with us. We'll be following you very closely. And, and we want to give Thanks, you a guys. hey homework assignment for when we have you on on Thursday. We want you to give us the reasons why LSU will beat UT and the reasons why they will lose. We're going to talk about that on Thursday. Big game this weekend. I'm a horn flunky. You're a big LSU guy, so be looking forward to that, okay? Let's do it. Looking forward to it. Boom. All right, thank you. Uh, guys, I want to get into this coming up next. KT, you've got something here, right? Yeah, I hollered at Jane, uh, and she said, hit up Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport will join us at 1210. All right, okay. And he had the stuff early this morning before Florio did, so Ian keep that okay. in mind. Somebody uh, was listening to the show. We, you, you've, you've heard Jerry Jones call into the station. Uh, somebody was listening to our show and our discussion, somebody in the know, and reached out to me with regard to Dak's contract. Okay. I'll tell you what they texted me next. Awesome. Thank you, Shippy. It's a Bennett Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Tons of news all over the place. We're doing our best to track it. We're working phones during commercial breaks, trying to figure out what the hell is going on with these Dallas Cowboys of Dallas. Uh, it, it certainly appears that a deal is imminent between Zeke and the Cowboys, hearing that they've agreed to terms and that a press conference could be held tomorrow. Uh, KT had this, that Zeke was on his way back from Cabo with his agent, and now we've got people texting in the return flights on American Airlines. <laughs> Pretty to, awesome. They're, they're, yeah, yep, I'm seeing that it lands at 510. Yep, absolutely. I see I'm looking at it from, direct from Cabo. I can see it here, but... Uh, if the Cowboys and, and Zeke had agreed to terms before he jumped on that flight, it, it wouldn't shock any of us. And uh, it's going to be real hard to get anything definitive here for a while because Zeke's going to be on an airplane. And I, I know the Cowboys probably aren't going to comment to anybody until the deal is done. And if they've agreed to terms, that's fantastic. But it certainly doesn't mean that a deal is done. Now, you can text in anytime you'd like, 877 881 1053. 
Somebody says, I really don't get how any of this is exciting to Cowboy fans. They go on to say, what if the Mavs tried to get better by just keeping their bad team from last year, but giving them, giving half of them more money? What I mean, an exciting time. It's, it's certainly a take. I don't know that it's a agreeable take, but it's a take. You're saying the bad team that won their division twice in the last three years? Mm-hmm. All right. They've been a winning team the last three years. They're also getting better. So I don't agree with that, but, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on this deal. They're getting a lot better. And the biggest anchor that was holding this thing back was Lenahan. And Lenahan is gone. And that is about to be a fantastic development. Now, I wanted to get to what I was teasing. Uh, We're we're grateful that that so many of you are are loyal to the fan and loyal listeners of the Ben and Skin Show. We, We greatly appreciate that. And it's fun. Sometimes there's people listening that are very much in the know on things. Hell, you heard the other day when Jerry Jones himself called into the G-Bag Nation. He was frustrated. So we were sitting here talking about this uh, contract party. All right, it certainly feels like Zeke's getting done. Why wouldn't Dak get done? What was the report on Dak? By, not the it was, report, it was, the speculation. What Florio was hinting at was the idea that Dak gets done because people he's talked to around the league think one guy called it borderline malpractice to suggest that Dak walks away from whatever the offer the Cowboys are giving in order to make $2 million this year. Every, so that's just specul- speculation, and it is on his part. Every once in a while, I, I start, I forget that Dak has CAA. Mm-hmm. And I start thinking, oh my God, there's momentum here. Right? I don't know where I'm getting it from. There's He's going to take a team-friendly deal. He, he knows. He's a team guy. He's a leader. He's going to, oh my God, they're going to carry him off on his shoulders. Because he's gonna he's gonna sign for twenty seven, twenty nine, thirty million. He could make thirty five. Hell, they were asking for forty. Wow, Dak's gonna take a team friendly deal like these other guys. And then I get a text message that makes all that go. And I've I've compared CAA, the agency, to Scott Boris. Mm-hmm. This is pretty wild. Scott Boris in baseball goes for the jugular. He goes, he's going to get the most money out of a team. He's going to squeeze them for every freaking penny. And I've told you about contract negotiations that I was aware of in baseball where a team would have an offer to give their player, represented by Boris, and Boris wouldn't even extend that offer to the player. Mm-hmm. In other words, like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to tell my player about that. That's right. insulting. Right. But I also knew of situations where a player would sign for the offer that Boris wouldn't tell them about. Because they didn't know. So sometimes players have to go around their agent to get a deal done. And you pointed this out aptly earlier today, Skin, that if Dak is to get a deal, he's going to have to go around CAA. And I just had somebody point out to me, hey, you guys are you guys are a little uh, you know lost on the sauce right now. Sure, it certainly feels like the Zeke deal is imminent. But to think that a Dak deal is imminent is way off base because they're still a long ways apart. Mm-hmm. And CAA does not cave that's not what they do so when Dak hired CAA he hired a team of terminators right they ain't here to cut deals they ain't here for team friendly deals now here's what they are doing they're looking at the landscape saying that's great Russell Wilson makes 35 that's cute um here's what's coming down the line Pat Mahomes is going to have a big deal right yes and so when Pat Mahomes gets his deal it's going to reset the market Pat Mahomes is probably going to get over 40 million per and there's, we read that article in The Ringer. They were like, he may get 50. Right. 50 million per year. And so CAA doesn't want to be the agency who had one of the hottest young quarterbacks going who signs for 30 
when Mahomes goes and gets 45. Right. We we agree with all that. And we said that earlier. If Dak were to do this, he would have to go outside of his agency for a number of reasons. And the reason we would speculate on this would here are the reasons we stated earlier. Number one, the Jalen deal. Number two, the Lyell deal. Number three, the momentum of the Zeke deal happening and the way that these things are laying out. Mm -hmm. And then number four, the aspect of, is Dak really willing to make $2 million this year? Those would be the reasons. And if Dak is okay with taking that risk, I mean, I think that's crazy. But, dude, he, he may feel, he's like, dude, I've never missed a game. Why would I worry about that? It would have to be Dak going outside of his agency to do that. There's no way his agency would do that. I'm going to alter my emotion. I was, I was, hey, for me, it was contractual dominoes. Oh my God, Zeke's getting done. Dak's getting done. Amari's getting, they're all getting done. Let's go. I don't think Dak's getting done. And I don't think, I think Dak will carry on into the season, maybe even into the next offseason, mm-hmm. unless they're, unless CAA is a leopard that changes their spots and goes, you know what? We, we were a little over ambitious here. I don't think they're going to do that. I think there's still a wide gap. Right. I think they're still a ways apart. And I don't think CAA is going to budge. And so if the Cowboys are saving their money for a rainy day on Lyell and they're saving money on Jalen, mm-hmm. they're going to have to spend that money on their quarterback. They're going to get zero discounts on Dak. I agree with you on CAA. There's no way CAA caves. It would have to be Dak wanting to see the benefit of what's mm-hmm. gone on here. That's right. And I do think it's interesting that Chaw brought up, for example, the CV sunglasses immediately falling into place. Yeah. He's got to see that peripheral value because there's no way CAA is going to do that because they're not there. And by the way, someone texted in, what is CAA? We probably haven't said it's creative artist agency. They started as a Hollywood agency and then got into the sporting world. And if I remember correctly, they're the ones that originally put all these Tom Cruise deals. Together. Yeah, their their clients are Beyonce. Yeah. ACDC. They start they started in Hollywood and then worked their way. Christina in Aguilera. So they can handle all those deals that we're talking about. The Campbell's soup and the yogurt and all that. Jennifer Aniston have never in all my life ever seen another athlete that has a better handle on the endorsement game mm-hmm. than Dak Prescott. I mean, he he gets it. I mean, he's got a ton of them, and he's really good at it. He's a fantastic spokesperson. Any company would be lucky to have him. He knows how much money he can make out there doing that better than anybody. I promise you. But again. You don't hire Scott Boris to get your baseball contract done to give a team-friendly deal. Right. And that's what I said the day that it was announced. I was like, oh, no, because I talked to people who told me that's bad news for the Cowboys because they're going to squeeze every penny they can out of the organization, and that's the reality of it. So I guess I had romanticized this idea that, wow, Dak's going to take a team-friendly deal. It certainly does make sense mathematically, go from 2 mil to 30 mil or whatever, but that ain't happening. I'm told that they're still a long ways apart and CAA won't budge. And I want to say this. Uh, someone texted this in. You can always text in the Autoflex leasing fan text 877-881-1053. Sounds like you're creating news. You do not know that CAA is holding offers from DAC. Ben never said oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. I did situation. not say that. No, right. I was talking about a baseball example. Now, right. yeah, don't get that confused. I was, I've all along have compared CAA to Boris. And don't get me wrong. Uh, If you want to bet on yourself, you're smart to hire CAA because you're going to make a ton of money. It's all going to work out. Um, I was just making the point. And, and dude, I would love for CAA to represent me or Boris to represent me. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. But what we're talking about here is team-friendly deals. Guys are jumping in front of the big three in line to sign team-friendly deals because they want to be here. And we were just getting carried away. I was thinking, wow, this deal is going to happen. 
And somebody told me to slow my roll because that that Dak deal is not anywhere close. So what do you guys think about Amari? Uh, what do you think is happening there? He's hanging out. I mean, do you think it's possible then that both Dak and Amari just play uh, well, this season? I think it's very possible. Because yes. Amari's in a be- I think Amari's in a better position to play through than Dak because he's making $13 right. million and the Cowboys have already sunk a first-round pick into him just to get him. We've talked about this. Of all the receivers who are coming down the line about to get these massive deals, Amari makes more than any of them. Right. He was making 13-7 or whatever it was. There's no rush for him. The smartest thing for Amari to do is to let the market play out. Uh, Julio Jones or whoever's next gets 20, 22. I mean, if if they just keep getting up and getting more, look, we know what this offense is going to be. It's going to be get the ball to Amari, get the ball to him a lot. Mm-hmm. He's got perfect chemistry with Dak, and he's going to be you know w- one of the main hogs on offense, right? He's going to be getting the rock a lot. That's not going to bring his value down. <laughs> the more he plays in this offense with Dak – the better he's going to look, the more valuable he is. Right. There's the value of Amari to the rest of the world, and there's the value of Amari to Cowboy fans who watch every game. Mm-hmm. You get it. The quarter, the Cowboys quarterback looked broken without Amari. With Amari, he looked like a freaking stud. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think the return of Zeke in any way hinders Amari Cooper's value. They're both. There's going to be production on the field, but there's also the intangible stuff off the field. As well as yeah. the whole idea that the second, this is what the Texans are facing on the Tunsil deal. The second that you've given up two first round picks and a second round pick for a player that you don't have under contract long term, you've just given them everything. They have all the leverage you could ever, ever give them. It's the same thing with the Cowboys. They gave up a first round pick to acquire the guy mid season. So he's got every little piece of leverage you could possibly want. The thing I'd say about Amari, though, is Michael Thomas coming off, coming off a couple of 100-catch seasons. Julio Jones is, you know, they're working on that deal in Atlanta. I don't know if Kansas City will pay Tyreek Hill. That's a very interesting thing, but that's another wide receiver contract coming up. You know, Amari's career high in catches is 83. I mean, dude, that's a lot of catches less than Michael Thomas is getting and Julio Jones right. has been getting. Right. So I don't think Cooper can ask for that top of the market type thing, but we've talked about it with the quarterbacks. It's kind of how it works. Market resets. You're the next big fish. You go. You know, that's what you are. Have you, you guys know, so, so maybe you are on top of the chain. Do you guys and know he's got what, leverage with the Cowboys too. With the with the team for sure. For sure. But this is where pick. this but is the, where well, Gallup, hold on. Do you guys know what the free the free agent market is for receivers next year? Do we know who's even out there? Tyree kills one of them. Okay. So and you know, again, that's where you go, who knows? How are they gonna handle Tyreek Hill? I have mm-hmm. no idea yeah. how that would happen. I'll say this about uh about that whole thing, though, like you're right, leverage the team, but a Michael Gallup year of 65 oh, catches? No. It would help. 70 catches? Zeke's going to get 300 carries, and he's going to get 80 catches. Where are they going to go get another so receiver of that ilk, though? The they're NFL not. draft. No, no, no. But the second, yeah. the second that you've given up a first-round pick to acquire him. Besides, it, regardless of what they I mean, give up to get him, watch the games. The quarterback was broken without him. The quarterback looked like a pro bowler with him. He single-handedly put the season in his hands and carried them into the playoffs all right let's do this coming up next we will talk to the man that was first on along with our own kt fun tweets what was happening with the plane flight we'll get the latest on the zeke contract negotiations it is our buddy ian rapaport of the nfl network we'll give you all the updates on zeke next right here on the fan okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.